the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Best financial partner. This is Business 1440. KYCR. Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says Russia was pretty clearly behind the gravest, gravest cyber attack against the U.S. on record. He's the first administration official to publicly tie the Kremlin to the widespread intrusion. A second COVID-19 vaccine has received emergency approval from the FDA. One week after authorization of the Pfizer vaccine, the agency gave the green light for a vaccine developed by Moderna and the National Institutes of Health. NIH Director Dr. Francis Collins. It is amazing to be able to see the second vaccine now receiving emergency use authorization for distribution to prevent the terrible spread of this terrible disease. And all of this coming less than a year from when we first learned about this pathogen. This is SRN News. The holidays will be different this year. Also different is the way you have been and will be doing business. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers who are still making buying decisions this year and for next. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves. 
to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. I should be careful to not have ten, uh, expectations too high for what Senator Toomey's doing. I don't think, I think in the long run, they're going to either, I think in the long run, they're, they're not going to be able to get this thing, get this thing through. I don't think that, I don't think that uh, there's enough of a, there's enough of a concern out there to really make this work. I mean, Senator McConnell is apparently letting Senator Toomey have his moment to question this practice, and it deserves serious questioning. Let me sort of explain to you why we're doing that, um, why he's doing that. So the Federal Reserve met this week. There were some people who thought that the Fed might in, might introduce additional uh, quantitative easing, speed up the amount of uh, treasury securities, mortgage-backed securities that they would be offering. And we heard nothing like that. They, they said, nope, we're sticking with uh, $80 billion additional per month in treasuries, $40 billion per month additional in, uh, in mortgage-backed securities, and we're going to stay on that path. But then adds, adds this particular comment adds this particular comment that uh, they're going to do that, uh, uh, that they're going to add, they're going to add more money until they see substantial progress. All right. Substantial further progress in employment and inflation. Now, while they do that, as uh, Robert Eisenweiss pointed out, the summary of economic projections comes forward and says, um, you had that 2020 real GDP, which they expected back in September to be to fall by 3.7%, they now, the Fed now projects that the fall in GDP for 2020 from this recession is going to come out to be 2.4% year over year. Right? 2.4% is maybe even not as big as the great as the uh, the uh, great the global financial crisis uh, the recession in 2008-2009 slightly stronger growth in gdp in 2021 they they bumped it up by 2 tenths of percent from 4.0 to 4.2 and the same for 22 the unemployment rate is expecting the unemployment rate is now expected by them to fall to be at 5% at the end of 2021 versus 5.5% as previously written and with more declines in 20, further declines in 22 and 23. They still expect inflation, at least on the on their core PCE target number, to stay below 2% through 2022. Um, and I'm reading some of this from... Uh, the description of the FOMC conference uh, done by uh, Robert Eisenbeis, who's the uh, chief monetary economist at uh, Cumberland Advisors, um, a, a financial uh, investment 
a financial advising company that uh, specializes in in the municipal uh, municipal bond market. Um, forward guidance said, you know, so so the forward guidance that they've been giving you is, we're going to go above two percent. We tend to be go above two percent for a while, and they say until they get the substantial further progress. At the very first moment. At the very first moment where he takes questions, uh, he gets a question uh, from from uh, Bloomberg's own uh, Rich Miller, who says, "Who says, look, you've just fork your forecast now says you've seen progress in terms of GDP, you've seen progress in terms of unemployment, you've seen some progress in terms of inflation, although you're still going to be below two percent." And he says, "Well, why isn't this the progress? Isn't this isn't this this information you've just given us your own statement of the progress that's being made on these fronts?" I want you to listen to the answer, and this is going to be the one moment of almost any time I've ever done this show where I really wish I had video to play for you. But we're going to just listen to the answer. Play the play uh, play Jay Powell, please. Yes, well, so we're not we're not going to be identifying specific uh, associating that test with with specific numbers at this point. Um, so, really, the question is, what do we mean by uh, by uh, by that language? And uh, really, the overarching message, Rich, is that our guidance for both interest rates and asset purchases uh, will keep monetary policy accommodative until our maximum employment and price stability goals are achieved, and that's a that's a powerful message. Um, so substantial further progress means what it says. It means we'll be looking for employment to be substantially closer to assessments of its maximum level and inflation to be substantially closer to our 2% longer run goal before we start making adjustments to our purchases. Did you get that? I'm going to have, uh, we're going to rewind and play that again, right? Why? But I contend, I contend that was word salad. And I'm going to play it for you again, but the video clip, and I, I'll tweet the video of this uh, from YouTube for you during the, during the next break, because I think it's important you actually watch him. Okay, and, and Wyatt, I think watched it. You can correct me if you if you have a different view. He looks uncomfortable. He just looks like he, you know. And at one point, you can see him go back, take the statement, and reread it. Meaning, I'm trying to figure out what I want to say here. I don't quite know what it, what more you guys want from me. So stay on the pause button for me, Wyatt, and let's play this again. Yes, well, so we're not we're not going to be identifying specific, uh, associating that test with, with specific numbers at this point. Stop. Why not, sir? What forward guidance is supposed to be to tell markets exactly what it is you tend to reporter to you know to Bloomberg who you hear here on Business fourteen forty on weekdays perhaps no more important um, uh, no more important uh, financial market mover than the Bloomberg and the Wall Street Journal. Right. 
and here's one of their reporters asking you this question, and you just say, tough luck, I'm not giving you a number? Okay, continue. Um, so really the question is, what do we mean by, uh, by, uh, by that language? And Yes, um, exactly. Really the overarching message, Rich, is that our guidance for both interest rates and asset purchases uh, will keep monetary policy accommodative until our maximum employment and price stability goals are achieved. And that's a, that's a powerful Stop. message. He just read you his statement again. And then says that's a powerful message. Well, maybe. Continue. Um, so substantial further progress means what it says. It means we'll be looking for employment to be substantially closer to assessments of its maximum level and inflation to be substanti- substantially closer to our 2% longer run goal before we start making adjustments to our purchases. The, uh, the, the, the statement of economic, the summary of economic projections says, as I look at it here, the summary of economic projections says that they expect they expect core PCE to be at 1.8, up from 1.7 in 21. Uh, they expect it to be at 1.9, up from 1.8 in 22. You've got a fair number of, you've got, you've got people saying in 22 that they think that range, you've got people in 21 saying the range is going to be between one and a half and 2.3. So you have a Fed governor or president of one of the branches already saying in 2021 the inflation rate is going to be above 2%. And there's no acknowledgement of that. That in 22, you've got within the central tendency Okay, meaning that they've lopped off the three highest projections that you've got somebody at 2.0. So there's at least four Fed governors saying we're going to be at 2.0 or above in in, in about 12 months, 12 to 18 months. How close do you have to get? Well, they've said we need to actually get above 2% for a while. And... And and that's fine. The Fed's I'm not saying the Fed's gonna raise interest rates before the end of twenty twenty two. I don't think there's no chance of that. There is no chance of that. And that goes into my forecast that I'm working on to give you in about three weeks is there's no chance that the Fed that, that the Fed funds rate goes up in twenty one. There's no chance it goes up in twenty twenty two. What we don't know is what's gonna happen to the yield curve. What's gonna happen to long term treasuries? I still believe that the Fed's the the Treasury Department is missing an opportunity. The Fed clearly would like to hold longer term securities, it would like to push things down. It's standing there as a backstop saying we're gonna buy eighty billion of that stuff that comes out every month, and we're probably gonna do this for quite a while longer. If I'm if I'm the debt manager for the US Treasury, why am I not saying, would you take some 30s? How about some 50s? Would you take some 50-year maturity bonds? Because I would love to lock in 1% for the next 30 to 50 years. Then when interest rates rise, I don't have to worry about debt service quite so much because I'm not going to have to roll over these bonds and I've got you locked in on a on a coupon payment that's 1 to 1.5%. I'm good with that. Why are we not doing that? Don't know. The Fed seems prepared to do that. But that hesitant voice, I, I, play the whole thing one more time. You just have to hear it. It's remarkable. 
Yes, well, so we're not we're not going to be identifying specific uh, associating that test with with specific numbers at this point. Um, so, really, the question is, what do we mean by uh, by uh, by that language? And stalling. Um, Really, the overarching message, Rich, is that our guidance for both interest rates and asset purchases uh, will keep Reading. monetary policy accommodative until our maximum employment and price stability Reading. goals are achieved. And that's a, that's a powerful message. Um, so substantial further progress means what it says. Reading. It means we'll be looking for employment to be substantially closer to assessments of its maximum level and inflation to be substantially closer to our 2% longer run goal before we start making adjustments to our purchases. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet this this the whole piece to you. It's actually, I've actually only taken a little bit of a, about a three minute clip. I'll I'm gonna send that to you, and we're gonna talk and uh, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about this right after these messages. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Said the night wind to the little land. Do you see what I see? Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to Business 1440 at Radio.com. Hi, this is Lee at the Kingdom Builders. Matthew 2641 tells us, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. My wife encourages me to pray about it all the time. It is pretty much anything. It's very good advice, even in the smallest of matters. This verse makes me think about how we should be attentive to what is going on around us, too. We should stay awake and be ready for the Spirit's prompting and be willing to pray appropriately. Like the Word says in James 4, I ask wrongly so often. I'm thankful that the Word actually tells us even how to ask. If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's L-E-E at thekingdombuilders.com. Or you can call us at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. I grew up Pope which is even worse than being poor. See the movie From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. I've never shied away from hard work. Rising from poverty, he achieved the American dream. We'll all be able to say free at last. From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. Available at SalemNow.com. 
Use promo code MINNEAPOLIS to save 20%. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see your daily lineup. Win prizes at the VIP fan club. Catch up on your favorite podcasts and more. All right, welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. I'm going to give you notice right now. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Fed in this segment, and then after that, I'm going to completely change topics and talk about the business of baseball. I'm not going to talk about baseball per se. I want to talk about the baseball business and why it should matter to you even if you don't ever watch a pitch. All right. We're going to talk about that. We have we have the advantage of having Wyatt with us, who is who is very familiar with some of these topics, uh, and uh, we're going to we're going to have a little participation here in just a moment. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. With your questions of and comments, six five one and two eight nine four four seven seven. Jack uh, Jack on Twitter posted four minutes ago um, one of the very famous lines of. Back to flirting and dating inflation, which will inevitably lead to marriage and, sadly, an expensive, ugly divorce. Well, we don't know that yet. Look, there's a way in which this can all work out well. I can just tell you, if it does, it would be the first time. I mean, this is the whole point. Or as as, uh, Peter Buchlar puts it in his... uh, his summation of the weekly uh, economic news that I always read before I come to the show. He says it's like they're driving 150 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour speed zone, right? It's all great until all of a sudden it's not, <laughs> right? Um, and, 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 and Peter also points out uh, the size of the Fed's balance sheet jumped $119 billion in one week. That balance sheet is now $7.36 trillion. $7.36 trillion. And you're telling me they need, they need to be sure that they can draw another $400 billion from the, from the Fed, or from the Treasury? Why on earth would you think that? I haven't any idea. So why do I why am I making a big deal about this? I my sense is my sense is this. I agree. We just that the pandemic is likely to cause one or two more sickening jolts of that 150 mile an hour car over the next 6 months. Um widely reported, although I, I knew about it a little bit earlier and didn't, hadn't talked about it uh, till, till this morning, but it's, it's reported in, in most of our major newspapers in Minnesota now that the state senator from uh, my area, in fact, um, not, not a neighbor neighbor, but his house is on my, is on my, my run. Um, my, when I do my four-mile run, I run by his home. Uh, my state senator Jerry Ralph died uh, yesterday. Complications from COVID. Um, so this one feels a little more 
This feels a little bit more raw for me than usual. I understand that there's going to be bumps in the road. Uh, our prayers to uh, to the Ralph uh, family and to his wife Peg, uh, and uh, and so on. I mean, it's it. We're going to go through this, uh, and it's and they're going to be there's going to be some there's going to be some bumpiness along the way. However, Moderna just had its its vaccine approved, so we now have two out there. Um, we're still waiting on the AstraZeneca one. One advantage of the Moderna vaccine is it does not require quite as low a temperature for storage as the Pfizer vaccine. Um, but we now have two sources that we could use in the United States. And perhaps there'll be three within a, within another month. Perhaps. It's not clear where, where they are with, with the AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, but uh, something may be coming from that pretty soon. The Congress is, is putting out some money. I, again, that $900 billion stimulus bill is going to pass at some point. If it doesn't pass in this Congress, it will pass in the next one. Um, the, 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 the Senate's hands will not get any, the Senate, the Senate Republicans hand will not get stronger. It might not get weaker, but it's not going to get stronger between now and January 6th. So I believe that the, that they probably will make the deal that it's probably more likely they make a deal this week now. I initially thought they wouldn't do it until after after uh, uh, President-elect Biden was sworn in. With all that, why on earth is there no urgency on the Fed? Why does the Fed act uncomfortable when somebody says, hey, the economy seems to be doing okay, even in your projections? So when might you... When might you say something about taking your foot off the gas? And and we get this 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 nervous answer, which I've now tweeted to you at pound KBRS. Look, let's look around the rest of the news. Yeah, I get initial jobless claims continue to go up. Guess what? It's pretty simple, right? We've had a wave of the we had, we've had a wave of the virus that has caused many state governors and city mayors to shutter bars and restaurants. Those people are now going back on to unemployment insurance. That makes sense. Um, the manufacturing data was a little bit weaker this week. Yes, that's true. But the retail sales data, I think freight shipments are looking better. Housing starts look good. Industrial production is up. Um, This looks more like a a standard recovery. And as we reported at our quarterly business report meeting uh, uh, review on Thursday, the one thing you can say for sure is labor markets are tight. In the you know we're supposedly in this recession, but labor markets are tight, and that's got to be good news, particularly for a Fed that seems to think it needs to worry about wage growth for people of color. 
Um, not sure what the Fed has to do with that particular goal, but it seems to be thinking about it. Guess what? That's probably going to be pretty strong next year because there are a number of people who are stepping out of the labor force, particularly those in their 50s and 60s, um, who had been helping to keep labor force participation high, they're stepping out, leaving less labor available and causing businesses to say, I've got to pay higher wages if I'm going to be able to keep the workers I have. That's good news. And so Jack's comment about uh, about uh, flirting with inflation, I I don't know. I don't know that in, I don't know that we're we're actually flirting with it, but we've sort of tried to make eye contact across the room. Um, and Jay Powell sounds like he's beginning to wonder if he might need to buy it a drink. I'm a little I'm a little concerned about that. And and you know you look to Europe you look to China China seems to be growing at a pretty reasonable rate uh business confidence in Germany is up uh uh confidence in the UK is up it looks like it looks like they're going to find a way through to have some kind of trade deal uh to get past the initial Brexit bill um it's kind of hard to come up with a lot of places that look uh look uh, 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 solid. The only number that was negative was on retail sales. But I would actually say retail sales still have grown throughout the recession, except for the two months or three months in which we saw a decline. Now, it's shifted dramatically, right? The restaurants are doing awfully, but the grocery stores are doing fine. The clothing stores are doing awfully, but the sporting goods stores are doing fine. Yes, there's been shifts in how the demand is going. But we do not have a problem with the consumer having money to spend and being willing to spend it. They're just changing the pattern through which they do so. And and so we're going to have pockets in the leisure and hospitality industry, bars, restaurants, tourism, okay, uh, um, you know, good news, bad news. Hawaii is an island, has had really low COVID infection rates because they're kind of insulated from the rest of the world thanks thanks to their, their geography. Bad news, nobody is flying there to take vacation. So their tourism sector has been hit very hard and their economy has been slammed in Hawaii. But in this wor- in this particular place, not only are we going to say we're going to we're we're going to keep interest rates at zero, but we're going to keep spending. We're going to keep buying and expanding a balance sheet that's already three times what it was only only ten years ago. All right, doesn't make sense. This is the regime change, the paradigm change that has happened with the Federal Reserve, and why I'll go back to say once more, I am happy that somebody, such as Senator Toomey, is calling a timeout to say, let's stop a minute and think about what we're doing with the Fed. I'm glad for that. There's one of the things I'll be thankful for as we head into the holiday week coming up. 
We're going to take a break here. If you want to stick around, we're going to talk about the business of baseball and how a whole lot of cities ended up holding white elephants in the forms of stadiums where baseball will no longer be played. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Jeff Wizery for the Safe Money Radio Show weekdays at 4 p.m. on Business 1440. You can also call Jeff now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and 115-page Safe Money Book at 844-503-7233. That's 844-503-7233. Get a $4,000 whole house water softener system for just $2,000 through this special offer from Commerce Water and this station. The Vortex whole house water softener from Commerce Water eliminates hardness and chlorine with just one tank, saving you money, water, and resources. The result is crystal clear, soft, odor-free water. There's only one of these half-price water systems. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, then Half Price Offers, or call the station now at 651-289-4413. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closure. Instant cash and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800 775 4514. 800 775 4514. That's 800 775 4514. All right, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. We're doing something a little different here for the last half hour of today's show, and um, 
why why would you why would you care about baseball and the business of baseball okay so we're not going to talk so this is about business this is not really about sports although i think it has an impact on athletes and particularly amateur athletes um as we've noted on the show wyatt is a uh, is a college baseball player uh as well as being our uh, uh <laughs> i just got a tweet from jack that cracked me up uh if it's going to be tied if we're going to tie to uh, stupid uh, uh stupid uh political decisions we're clear to talk about sports so one of our detractors wyatt is in it's good to know we got at least somebody still out there hanging yeah, with us. Yeah, <laughs> he's in. He's in. So here's so there's two aspects of the of the of the political decisions that I that I'm happy to talk about in this context. So let's set this up for you. Um, and I'm going to do this historic. I'm going to do this historically and then talk about that. So let. But I'm going to use Wyatt as somewhat of an example. Suppose Wyatt had been born in. Wyatt was born somewhere, let's say, about 20-some 20, 20 years ago. Let's suppose he was born at the beginning of the 20th century rather than the 21st century. And he discovers he has the aptitude for baseball, which he does. Right? What would he have he been able to do? Well, he would have gone out and tried to learn how to play. Now, Wyatt, you have played, among other organized baseball games, you've played with a, a summer town team right yep play uh amateur ball every summer for the last three years here in the twin cities okay so you play he plays amateur ball so so back in 1900 um he could be an amateur he could have in fact played in some places where he would have gotten paid he could have been with a team that that existed in various places the american league and national league back in 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 1900 in fact, the American League had just been formed. The National League is called the Senior Circuit because it was around for 23 years before the American League was formed. Um, but a player could choose to go anywhere they wanted to go. They could choose to, if, if a major league team, if a National League team wanted to sign Wyatt, they could do so. Or he could have gone to one of the other leagues out there, the Union League, the Player League, or he could have gone to any number of minor leagues, which were around, which were around at the time. Why would someone go watch Wyatt play that town game today? Well, I'll give you an answer because I haven't, I haven't seen Wyatt, but I've gone to see, I've gone to see amateur town baseball. It's just wonderful. I just, I enjoy it. And I like paying a few, I don't mind paying a few dollars to sit in the stands and watch it. If someone chose to charge me, I've gone to games where there has been nobody out there to take my dollar. They've just let me watch. I love I love watching baseball, period. My point here is that is that in the old old days of baseball, you used to be you, you, it was simply an entertainment. In the minor and the minor leagues were just as much an entertainment as the major leagues. It was just that the quality of the baseball you watched on the field probably wasn't as good. When you get to the 1940s, and I don't know that Wyatt has looked him up yet or if he's aware of the history of Branch Rickey, but Branch Rickey plays a major role here. And, not, and most people know Branch Rickey because he's the general manager that uh, ends up signing Jackie Robinson and breaks the color line in baseball uh, with the Brooklyn Dodgers. 
What people probably know less about him is that after he leaves the Dodgers, he goes and takes the same job with the St. Louis Cardinals and builds them a farm system where the goal was not so much to teach to the goal was not so much to teach base was not so much to entertain but to teach players how to play baseball at the major leagues better indeed what did he do with Jackie Robinson he signed him and he spent sent them he sent him from a negro league team to Montreal because there a black baseball player could play alongside a white baseball player. In Canada, the, the, there was no color line, so he went to Canada, played for the Montreal Royals in 1946, honed his craft before coming to play for the Brooklyn Dodgers in 47 and breaking the color line. The discovery that Ricky made at that time was, hey, the minor leagues could be really useful to train players so that I can have a competitive advantage uh, in, in you know for my major league team, so that's what he builds for St. Louis. Now I could give you a whole lot of story. That I I actually have a whole hour long lecture on the history of the minor leagues, and I don't have time obviously to do that today. Fast forward to today, there are two different things that happen, right? So minor league baseball has two possibilities. You can learn your craft of being a player. Why does Wyatt play in the summer? Do I think it's just for fun? Partly, but it's partly, I'm going to guess, and why you could answer this question, I'm going to guess it's partly because you want to keep your arm, you want to practice some pitches to get ready for, I'm assuming that the main event for you in terms of what constitutes your season is the collegiate season and not summer town ball. Am I right about that? 100%. You're, you're playing summer ball in order to stay ready so that when that season does come around, you're ready to play, just like what a minor league system would be for these players trying to get to the pros. You have to stay sharp because as soon as you're out of it, it is extremely hard to get back into it. Right. So so he's keeping his game sharp. This is why, you know, you'll see Major League Baseball players who are actually have made it to the top rung go down into uh, Latin America to play during the winter just to keep those skills sharp. Some will do that. More don't do that now. And that's part of maybe some of the story here. So what happened? What happened was was you have teams that are making money through the entertainment value of minor league baseball, no better example in that than, than Mike Veck and the St. Paul Saints, who were an independent league team. They, do not, they did not, until this coming season, they did not participate as, as a minor league team for any of the major league teams. They had their own players. And if you went to CHS Field, right, if you went to CHS Field, what you got was what you got was a greatly entertaining game. The entertainment not necessarily being the product on the field, which was baseball, and it's, it's baseball. It's good. It's fun to watch. But there's a whole lot of entertainment that happens in the stands. And that's what Mike Veck, which, who learned from his father, Bill Veck, who used to own the Chicago White Sox, uh, got. Right? But here's, the, here's what happened. There had been, at one point, approximately 140-some minor league teams, plus all these independent leagues, competing with each other. And what Major League Baseball has done is say, we're going to reduce the number of teams that are out there. So every team now will, will have a smaller number of minor league affiliates than they had before. There's been some other rearrangement. I don't know if, if Wyatt, you want to talk about the draft league or not, as uh, you know, uh, as as 
as a place where some of these have gone. Yeah, I don't know but, if we need to get into that necessarily. But right. But here's my here's my point. If a person wants to have their craft honed as you do, what does this what does this change do to impact a a a, a player like yourself, an 18-year-old who maybe decides to go to college as a place where where they work on the craft? With the desire, and I don't know what your own personal desires are, but if someone called you and said, would you like to play professional baseball, my guess is you'd say, well, I'll give that a try. Well, I think you would have to jump at the opportunity if that were to happen, right. obviously. Sure. Uh, I mean, in the long term, do I think this is going to hurt the league itself, the MLB? Maybe not, but as far as like the players go and whatnot, I, it will impact a few because, like you said, there's less opportunities now than there was before, and it already is a tough business. I mean, I like how you brought up the the main purpose of this from the beginning with minor league baseball. It was a business move that he made in order to make his team better in the long run. So this is a business first, player second mentality, and because of that, it, it makes it really tough now with fewer teams to build your team up obviously with those players trying to get to that level so I think it will deter some players away from the sport and even trying to pursue it because like I said it's already as tough of a business as it can be to try to break through and I mean you're on the road six months out of the year I mean I've heard what those guys do for food and the travel and the games and I mean it just sounds awful to to try and do that just to make the big leagues and I think it's going to deter a lot of people away from the sport. And in the long run, the best players are going to stay. But as a whole, I think baseball and some of these cities and towns will hurt because of that. Yeah, and I think this is sort of the thing because I haven't ever asked you this question, Wyatt, but I will now. Was there any other sport you played in high school besides baseball? Yeah, I was. I, I was I'm glad you bring it up. I was a basketball player, and to, to the point where I'm assuming you want to go with this is – if an athlete plays two sports, what's going to make them? Let's say they're good at both sports. Why not just go play the other one? Is that the path you kind of want to go down? That here, is I'm exactly assuming? the question I'm going to ask. Yeah, is, well, is it, right. I mean, I mean, I, I, you remember we just we just had this this uh, uh, this last dance movie come out, and they yep. spent a little time talking about Michael Jordan with the Birmingham Barons uh, in the minor league system for the White Sox, and um, and you know. Part of the part of their claim of why they're doing this is they want to give their minor league players a better experience. Well, yeah, I get that, but it's going to be fewer players. Yeah, and 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 what happens? What happens to that person who you don't quite figure out? The guy that might get drafted in the nineteenth round, who goes on to be Wade Boggs versus now it <laughs> sounds like they're going to cut the draft down to down to like five or six rounds well you almost you, you pretty much have to uh, the, their hands kind yeah. of forced there because there's just not those opportunities for these guys right and going back to your main question there uh, if you're good enough to do both it, it's like a, a metaphor for this would be if you want a promotion at this company and they're not going to give it to you and you don't have that opportunity but they're offering you the same thing at another company what's stopping you from going and taking that one you know what i mean I mean, where you have more opportunity to succeed, you're going to go and pursue that. So uh, the best athletes typically tend to play both sports. And like I said, we could tend to see a shift in that direction here in the coming years. I think the first couple years of this will be extremely eye-opening to see what direction it's going to head. 
Right, and yet the uh, professional development licenses that they're going to sign are mm-hmm. 10-year licenses. Yeah. <laughs> that they can't even read until they until they sign a non-disclosure agreement, which my lawyer friends who are listening right now will go, what? Yeah, yeah it doesn't seem right. The, <laughs> you had to sign the NDA before you could even see what you were agreeing to. Mm-hmm. And if you say no, they're just going to move on to the next team because they get this excess supply of 20, 25 places that right now are just out of luck. They, yeah. don't, get, they don't get a team. Right. Uh, it, so two aspects of that that we're going to talk about after these messages, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about how can baseball do this answer antitrust exemption Two, what what else is impacted? It's what's going to be impacted. I think since seriously, it's going to be the fact that a bunch of cities borrowed money to build stadiums that no longer have a team. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan show on business 1440. <laughs> Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. I grew up Pope, which is even worse than being poor. From poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Cain. My American dream entailed working hard and making $20,000 a year. But I surpassed that goal and became a corporate CEO. The story of one man's amazing journey from a poor, undereducated family to the highest levels of corporate, social, and political America. I didn't have to be work ethic. I saw it firsthand, and it had a big impression on me. From poor to CEO, the amazing true story of the American dream that will inspire and motivate you and your family to live your best life. We'll all be able to say See the movie From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. Available at SalemNow.com. Visit SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products, and unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warranted name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire, and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob, or Jake, or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Daily headlines, investing guidance, and insightful financial discussion are just a tap away with our free mobile app. Simply search for Business 1440 in the App Store, and in seconds, you'll be connected with the brightest minds in business and investing. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and Radio.com. 
We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is fourteen forty, last segment before Christmas, and we're talking about the business of baseball, where right now the uh, the uh, ba- uh, the Major League Baseball has basically told the minor leagues, "You're going to be shrunk. You're going to have to do it our way. We're going to focus on the training and somewhat uh, f- focus away from the, your ability to make a whole lot of money at this." Right, so when when uh, Don asks on on Twitter at pound KBRS, what does this do? Will this harm the St. Paul Saints? It really depends on whether or not they allow that we whether or not they allow uh, all of the promotions that the Saints do to continue. The question is, will Major League Baseball be inspired to make the most of the entertainment value of what happens in minor league stadiums as individual owners have done? Um, uh, throughout this throughout this time, and that's that's a question that's that's really out there. But I let me. So there's two other aspects of this that though that I think you need that we should think about. Why would we do this? First of all, one reason why we why they do this is um, if you're going to form a competitive league, if you thought that there was enough talent out there to form another league of baseball that people could watch. Where would you locate those teams? Would you locate them in the same cities where major league teams are? Or would you locate them instead in places where there's currently a AAA franchise, like Nashville or Portland, Salt Lake City? Um, those, those are places where you could imagine a major league, Louisville, you could imagine a major league team being in those markets. So, so right. just so I'm clear, King, are you talking about like a league that would be competing then against uh, the MLB? Yeah. yeah. This, so, so part of how they got people to agree to this is one of the things they've said is, is well, we'll compensate. If you sign to our, to our agreement and a team moves into your market, we're going to promise you compensation at this amount. So it sort of prearranges for any move or expansion how much those cities, how much those owners are going to get paid. That's in that's in the agreement. The only reason that can possibly happen is because baseball has an antitrust exemption. And if this is going to get stopped, if we think this is somehow bad for these cities that are losing teams, the way this gets stopped is Congress has to threaten the antitrust exemption, which is kind of a is an old ploy. It's how it's it's why the Washington Nationals exist, friends, because <laughs> the because because uh, legislators said either you put a team in Washington or we're going to rip the antitrust exemption away from you. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing that you should think about with this, and I want this doesn't apply obviously for St. Paul, which borrowed a ton of money to build CHS Field. Gord, I, I love that place. It's it's fantastic. Um, but um, but so it'll be okay. But I want but think about this. So. I grew up not very far from Lowell, Massachusetts. I grew up over the line up in New Hampshire, up in Manchester. It's about 30 miles away. Um, Lowell built uh, for its short its short season A level team, uh, La Lachure Field, which is uh, which uh, in 1998, where the Lowell Spinners play or played. 
the entirety of the New York Penn League, which was a short season A league, is disappeared in this process. If you're a fan of the sports writer Roger Kahn, who wrote a great book about, about the boys of summer, talking about talking about actually being a minority owner of, uh, I think, the Utica Blue Sox, if I remember right, um, that whole league is getting wiped out, <laughs> right? Where would a young man like, like you know, if, if Wyatt was to get the call, it would have been a place like Utica that he might have gone to try for a summer to see if maybe there was going to be a career for him in professional sports. Those opportunities are not going to be there. And these cities are going to be left, you know, I mean, just in that league. Staten Island Yankees, gone. Batavia Buckdogs, gone. Auburn Double Days, gone. Okay? Uh, the Norwich Sea or sea Unicorns, which is the greatest what? nickname ever. Yeah, that's the true. The Sea Unicorns, <laughs> that's awesome. Gone, right? Tri-City Valley uh, Cats, gone. All those places are gone. Wyatt, where are you going to go play ball? You look elsewhere, you know what I mean? You look for new opportunities and potentially even other sports like we talked about. It's just, that's the sucky part of this, is it's the players that hurt the most from this. And and the MLB, yeah. it's all about control. They want to be in control and basically say you're doing it our way or you're not going to play. So you feel for them, and right. I, I'm not a fan of it by any means. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, Wyatt, thank you so much, and Merry Christmas to you. Uh, Merry Christmas to you listeners as well. We'll be back in two weeks with a fresh episode of the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Merry Are you in charge of cleaning and sanitization at your food production facility? American Pressure has the tools to help you. Custom high-pressure conveyor wash systems save time and water and help you automate cleaning. Give us a call today at 763-521-4442, and we'd be happy to come visit you at your location. Buy local, buy quality, visit AmericanPressure.com. Thanks to support from Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, the FishTwinCities.com is spreading joy all season long. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Tune in now for the soundtrack of the season, supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Listen in with the free Fish Twin Cities app. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. That's 800-439-7409. 
You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. 